Who never do for do? Yeah, wings with friends. Ah, wings with friends. You got to get the wings to be with the friends. If there's something you don't want to talk about, go like, the, oh my God. You don't know how to act. No, it's just funny to watch your face. Yeah. You, like, you just want to do the opposite of what I. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But okay. That's, that's helpful signals if I'm. Yeah, like get in the mic or stop moving around. If I go like this, it means like kind of stay still because I can hear it. Uh, I'm the boss, okay? You have to do what I Happily. That's a story of my life. Um, I'll talk about it on the podcast. Okay. In three, two, one. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to Wings with Friends. I'm your host, Mary Upchurch. How are you? Sorry, uh, I've been a little MIA, but uh, I've been busy, y'all. Oh, what's wrong with me? I'm sorry. I've been busy, okay? And I have all these people I want to be on the podcast, but they're not available, like, right now. So, um, I had to wait and you know, I think it's okay. I don't do seasons or I don't go on break, but every once in a while I'll disappear. I don't think people notice when we get really big and famous, then, uh, then you can write letters and say how mad you were or whatever. I don't know. Okay. I don't know if I needed that much of a disclaimer, but hello and welcome to another pandemic episode. How's your pandemic going? I hope you're well. Um, (laughs) So I am so excited to finally get back together. This isn't just wings with friends. This is wings with best friends. Um, although I did learn this person has many best friends. Um, it's a tier, not a person. A tier? Like a tier, a level. Shit. Not a person. That's, that's what somebody with a lot of best friends has to say to keep, <laughs> to make sure she keeps getting birthday presents. <laughs> I see your game. Burn. Yeah. So I'd love to welcome back to the show my best good friend, Jennifer Hicks. Woo woo. Thanks so much, Mary. I'm excited to be here. You haven't been on the podcast since Raleigh. Since Raleigh. Oh, man. That was the After Dark edition, right? Famous. That was the best. We got in trouble. Yeah. We talked about Jason. He got mad at me. He yelled at me. (laughs) Right. Was that a text message? Masterpiece, Masterpiece Theater. Theater. Yeah. Oh, God, that was yeah. so good. Jason wants me to go visit him in Wisconsin right now. And I'm like, they have the highest COVID uh, numbers. Is that right why now. you were looking at tickets to Madison the other day? Oh, I, I saw your phone. He had. Oh, my God. I didn't know for this to come up. <laughs> but he had sent me that. Like, how about this? And I'm just like, no, I got to work. Um, but... Uh, you know, I think that's what people do in a pandemic is they connect and reconnect. And But thanks for reminding me that, you know, he yelled at me really bad when I talked about him on the podcast. Yeah. And I'm probably going to have to delete all this. But, you know, what's interesting, though, is of all of the 50 states, there's only four that I haven't been to yet. And Wisconsin's one of them. Oh, I'm going to get some so. cheese curds. Mm-hmm. Some good beer. Yeah. That's your jam right there. And cheese curds. And steak. I had a steak when I went there. Mm. See where Montana's right. pretty good for steaks. Ooh, I can't Lots wait. of uh, ranches. I like ranch on my wings. And cattle. <laughs> cattle. Okay, so here's the thing. Speaking of Montana, Jen moved to Montana earlier this year, and everybody's like, what? Why? Why are you moving? What's going on? We're going to get into that and talk about it, um, amongst other things. But we also had some wings from Native Grill and Wings in Tempe, right? 
Uh, I think it was technically Mesa. Mesa? Formerly known as Native New Yorker. Yeah. Now they're like just Native Grill and Wings. Here's the thing. This podcast was built on Native Grill and Wings. Originally, I wanted to work through their whole menu. I love them, but they hurt me tonight. They hurt me and I'm upset. Real bad. What'd they do, Jen? Well, you were really clear. It was a simple order and they just totally dropped the ball and dropped the wings. Like wrong flavor, wrong dressings and everything. And then they were really like apathetic about like, oh, uh, sorry. No, I don't know if we can really help you. Yeah. And um, yeah. So by you taking the time to even call and talk about it and then them just being so like flippant about it was really frustrating. Yeah, and like Jen picked him up on our way to downtown Phoenix. So it's like I can't just run over there and get new wings. Like you you kind of jerked around my night there. Yeah. Um, well, again, the whole staple around like our entire evening was built around these wings. Yeah. So it was a real letdown when the order wasn't right. So Native, get it together. Yeah. Um, apparently it was their wing night special, which I would have paid full price to get what I wanted. Yep. But one thing I noticed about these wings, um, and it was a little troubling, was like some of the flats were real tiny and then some of the drums were really big. Like the size of your fist. So I'm wondering if like because it's wing night, they bought, you know, an excess of like lower quality or lower grade wings to fill that like 59 cent wing order. Frenzy. <laughs> just very disappointed and we were so looking forward to it because we're like we've been talking hot. about it for so long yeah uh, me and Jen we have shared many a wings and we're really excited um, to kind of talk about that so maybe I'll get over the betrayal by Native um, I don't know I just hope they make it right um, but uh, yeah otherwise I mean again the wings that I had the the, the flats that I had, because, you know, I'm a, I'm a flat girl. Yeah. Nothing about me is flat, except for the <laughs> wings I like. They were, they were, they were good, but it was just disappointing seeing your, your sad order. My sad order. Well, yeah, they gave me like a, like a hot, buffalo hot, but they were just soggy. And they were mushy, yeah. Yeah, they were mushy. And I love And no blue cheese. Hot. And there was no blue cheese. And that's part of your wing constitution. It really is. Let's talk wing constitution, because... Last week, I really kind of did something with this, really firmed it up, made it a thing. So let's talk about your wing constitution, and then we'll talk more about your wings. Um, so draw me your flat. Flat. Flat all the way. All the way. Okay. Ranch or blue cheese? Ranch. All right. Do you like carrots or celery or both? Or Not meat? really. Okay. So X. Um, dry rub or sauced? Sauce. Extra sauced. All right. Do you like them fried, baked, grilled, or smoked? All of the above. If you had to pick one, like oh, fried? fry fried. Yeah, How I many? really like um fried then grilled. Yeah, I love when places do that. That's yeah. nice. So, how many could you eat if you're hungry? You're ready for it. I mean, if if we're talking like competition, I mean, you saw me put quite a bit away real fast. You ordered fifteen. Today. Yeah, could you have had more? I think, yeah, if there was pressure on me, I give bet me a I number. Could. What would be your so? I bet this, I could do eighteen, and then I'd feel sick. So what's your ideal number? 15. 15. Okay. So you. Because then there's a few extra maybe, but like between 12 and 15 is ideal. Do you clean your wing? I do. I feel like I do a pretty good job. That's why I don't like the drums because there's all those like knobbies and stuff. I feel like I can get a cleaner, cleaner bone on the flats. Okay. So Jen, your wing constitution is you're an F, R, X, 
SF15. FRX SF15. It's like a new car. Right. (laughs) It's the 2020 model. (laughs) (laughs) So your perfect like wing partner would be like a D, an R. Yeah, D. Probably a V (laughs) um, who like the veggies because you don't. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe also a sauced because then you can both be messy. Yeah. And then also a fried probably so that you could share a little. And then maybe they like about probably 15 to 20 so you can feel like a lady. Yeah, or or it's nice because then if we ordered one set, then they could eat the drums. I could eat the flats. So maybe like a a 30-pack of uh, mixed. Yeah, or even if if not, like even if we're just sharing as an appetizer. Yeah. It's still just nice to be able to have all my flats. Exactly. You are. That's how the that's how the order at Native Grill and Wings in Mesa slash Tempe went wrong is that I said, hey, can you do all flats? And she said, yes. And then I asked again and she said, no, because it's wing special night. And I'm like, "Okay, fine. Just get it right. Anyway, I'm so mad. Um, (laughs) So good. I love that you have a wing constitution. It is fun. It's a good icebreaker. If you meet somebody, you can be like, hey, here's this funny thing. Tell me what you scored, you know? I like it. And I mean, even at the wedding this past weekend, we were talking about it. Um, I love when I meet my perfect wing buddy. Um, like we can be friends. Where it's just so easy to be like, yes, again, Michelle and I, like, it's hard when I meet someone else that likes the flats too, because then I feel like there's like competition. Like, I gotta well, grab that one first. Okay, so some of my favorite wings with you have been at Mar- uh, Zips mm-hmm. and a little Marley's, but Zips and getting mm. the, um, I think they have a Honey Hot or they're golden or something. They're golden medium. So good. And what I do now with you is, like, we just get our own. Mm-hmm. And there's something nice about that. It's like, good, I'm going to eat them the way I want to, and you're going to eat them the way you want to. Exactly. And I think I remember you saying this on one of your previous podcasts is the, um, <laughs> like, we're at an age now where you can eat your wings however you like. Thank you. You don't have to clean the bone. There's no shame in that, you know. Um, whereas some people seem to be like, what, you don't eat all the chicken? It's like, I ate enough. I got my, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, unfortunately because of the mess up from native grill and wings, I didn't eat very many. I didn't clean them. They're very soggy. They're just strange and I just wasn't feeling it. But like you even had to try and put them in the air fryer. I did put them in the air fryer. Still didn't crisp them up, but I did make kind of an appetizer. And I think that's what saved me is I made sopes. I made my mom's famous sopes. Which is kind of like a little taco boat. Um, it's made with like masa. It's like this little boat you make out of masa and you fry it and then you put beans, meat, cheese. I should have put lettuce, but I didn't have any and I made some weird salsa, but it was still pretty tasty. It was very tasty and the salsa wasn't weird. Why do you no? keep saying that? Well, I'm just not used to it. it. You know, I saw somebody doing it on TikTok where they put like, they roast the veggies and then they blend it. And so I'm like, oh, that's how you make, that's how you make salsa. You know, like I make pico de gallo. I feel like um, the next time you attempt that, maybe throw in some green chilies that are roasted. (gasps) Yes, that would be good. Along with all of the other good stuff that you made. Yeah, that'd be really good. But it was still really flavorful. It was, yeah. I might eat it with some chips later. 
much. I like talking about food. Um, <laughs> Good thing this is a podcast about wings. It really is. I created that space for myself. Um, Jen, tell us a little bit about yourself for people who didn't meet you a year ago in Raleigh. Like, tell us about you. <laughs> uh, let's see. I've got a really big birthday coming up next month. Yeah. I'll be 25 <laughs> plus 15. Uh, no, I'll be, <laughs> are you double checking my math? Yeah. <laughs> I'll be 40. Um, I've got a dog, Peanut. She's She'll be two this month. <laughs> Terrible She's twos. 24 months. Yeah. Uh, I adopted a kitten last this night. Um, and yeah, I've known Mary for a long time. We work together. Um, we've had a lot of similar roles. Over the years, we've known each other 15, 15 years. 15, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we bonded over food, didn't we? Yeah, we bonded over uh, jalapeno poppers. Yep, she shared them with me, and I'm like, oh, and my I, God, that's And I don't nice. do that. I Well, now I even know, like, yeah. wow. Yeah, wow, cut a bitch. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I like to, I like to do a lot of the normal stuff, I guess. Rewatch the same TV shows over and over again. I like to hike outside take I love to travel it's been really a weird space for me this past year or what feels like 18 years yeah uh, during quarantine yeah if I had to describe you now that you're kind of triggering a lot of things like you like to watch the same shows you like friends you like the outdoors you like to hike you like your pets and I'm really happy for you that you finally kind of rebuilt your pet family and I know a few Mm. years ago you kind of lost your pet family and um, like it's taken a little while to kind of get back to that, but I'm really glad for you to have a cat and a dog again. Thank you. Yeah. 2015 was a rough year. It was like, you know, Spike, he was 16. He was my man. I spent more time with that cat than I did like any living being. And I don't even like cats, but he was a cool cat. He, he acted yeah. like a dog a little he bit. He was kind of a dick sometimes, but yeah. he was, he, he was still chill enough that right. it was acceptable. Um, I think he, Eugene will become like that. I can't believe you named him. I can't wait to call him Gene. Eugene. Like, I keep thinking of Eugene Levy. Like, what is that where you got it? Like, where, what inspired Eugene? Um, I just, I love the name. Like, it's it was my dad's middle name. Oh. I like Eugene. I call it Levy, but. Levy? Maybe Levy. Um, and um, I just think it's, I love, you know, I love people names. Yeah. With pets. Jimothy is my favorite, though. <laughs> Jimothy. <laughs> Rostifer was going to be one of mine, <laughs> which was a, a funny friend's reference. <laughs> um, there's a lot of names. Like, Linus was on the block. Randall. Randall. Um, but, yeah, I think Eugene. Mark. Yeah. Um, Carl. Carl. You know, lo- you know I love Carl. Oh, my dad. Um, and... Uh, but yeah, it's I'm excited. Um, my dog, she's still peanuts. Really scared of the cat still, but it's, oh, good. it hasn't even been like a full day yet. So. Yeah, well, that's so exciting, and you're gonna take her him back home to Montana. Yeah, because there were like no kittens in the shelter up there. Really? Yeah, which is I mean, what a great problem to have. But maybe yeah. they're all in like foster homes. But I just I'm not in with the foster network like I <laughs> like I am down here with the dogs and cats so you also if I had to guess now now that I'm thinking about it you also love like breweries mm-hmm. and just alcohol in general yeah I do love the booze <laughs> I feel like I'm a good drinker too you are and like, I just I don't I, lose my uh 
I don't lose my cool with any like with any of it. You mean don't go knock on random hotel room doors? It's no. The w when you get too drunk? No, I rustle the people that do that down oh, and, and cut them with my bracelets Dang. by accident. I don't know what gets in. I get so like I just go there when I when I hit that point, and it's really is fun, Mary. I mean, I I have it's been known best. to be fun, Mary. I think it's hilarious. I mean, I have some hilarious memories of of that. Tell me, because you egg on Fun Mary, and I'm thinking of San Francisco. I'm thinking of just different nights like that. What is it that you like? What do you notice when Fun Mary comes out? And then why, you know, you kind of egg her on and push a little bit. So I, I feel like I'm a good and bad influence to a lot of people. I think what I love about Fun Mary, which Mary, you're always fun. This so is true. this is drunk fun Mary yeah. to be a distinction. I think that you have you lower your inhibitions, which is kind of normal with alcohol anyway, yeah. but you don't question yourself. And oh. I think that in real life you question yourself okay. too often. And it bothers me because I'm always like, What are you talking about? You're amazing. What are you doing? Stop stop And drunk Mary's like I need to go talk to those people and let them know that I'm amazing (laughs) and that we should, they should buy me a drink. Right. And then you go and do it and then it happens. And so I love the carefree confidence that comes with that drunk Mary. Uh, Sometimes she gets in trouble though. She kind of causes mayhem. Well, yes. Um, There's a little bit of mayhem. But it's never been bad. Mm, I broke that. It's been like I broke that bathroom. A lot of bad things happen in the bathroom. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, oh, God. <laughs> I broke that so, bathroom. Yeah. So, I think Drunk Mary also doesn't have any boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> or or common decency, maybe, we'll call it. Because, yeah, those those women were very mad at you. I, I went into the <laughs> stall that was like, do not enter because it's not But working. also, there was a line of women waiting and for the like, working stalls. <laughs> And it was like, but don't flush it at least. And then I flushed. I didn't do it on purpose. And then the whole bathroom started to flood. And everybody was mad at me. And I was like, ah! And, and I ran she, out. Then she comes out and she's like, oh my God, they're so mad at me. <laughs> but that's the night that I lost my driver's license. And like, I lost my wallet. I couldn't remember where I was. So, I mean. I lost a lot of dignity that night. Um, that was fun. That was fun. Um, There've been a lot of those fun nights. I'm picturing myself like, ah, and then running away. I do that a lot, like, blah, 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 and then like run out of here. Yes. Um, drive by. Um, how? But you keep your cool. You know, I've I've thought about it. I um, I drink to the point where I, like, I teeter of of losing control, but I like. I never lose control and it's weird. I think it's like a weird control thing that I really have because I can find that balance and I know exactly what I'm doing when I'm doing it. Now the next morning I might not remember, but in the moment, like I am lucid. I know like a lot of people have no idea that I'm as drunk as I am. Um, But you're drunk enough to go like when I'm like, Hey, we should go swimming at these people's house. And you're like, yeah, let's go. And then I'm like, yeah, but I'll, I'll help be the responsible one yeah. that's still having fun, too. Yeah. Oh, that's that's the night when I had to learn to wear underwear every night we go out. Because <laughs> we went swimming. Right? Yeah. 
and um, I just couldn't go in my underwear and bra like ev- like everyone else. I had to borrow shorts because I was like, oh, I'm not going to wear underwear tonight. Sorry, ah, Mom. Guess you can't, guess you can't go. T- ah. But oh, so since so- then, I've always worn underwear out every single night. You know, night. I bet you all those people that we're hanging out with now are married with kids and being responsible adults and like, Oh, yeah. You know, just doing stuff and like. Or they're married and then divorced and then married again. That's true. With a blended family doing stuff. <laughs> They've got stepkids and just kidding. There's nothing wrong with stepkids. But um, but then I kind of like, and we're still doing it. <laughs> but I mean, we are and we aren't. Um, I've grown out of some of it. But now I'm like, when the time is right, we will activate fun drunk Mary. Yeah, I think like their stars have to be a certain alignment. I, I mean, know. I'm borderline saying I'm a sober person, but I'm not 100% there. Yep. Uh, but I guess, you know, you grow out of things. Which is, but that's the thing is, like, I don't do it as much as I, – I still have the ability to do it like I used to, but I don't do it as much. Yeah. Well, also, I think it's not as cute for a 40-year-old to be like, no. I mean, I make it cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite color? Um, <laughs> spank me. <laughs> Come on, let's go swimming. <laughs> Should we make out right now or what? Is this where we kiss? Who said that? What? Hey, it works like a good amount of time. Not every time. 60% of the time it works every time. Yeah, like it, it can work. Yeah, no, I, I think, I mean, I still have the ability. I think I, I drink better things, mm. maybe. I have an impressive bar cart. Yeah, you're big into the bourbons. Mm-hmm. Tell bourbons, me about what's your fries. favorite alcohol? Oh, God, I really don't like to play favorites. You're um, like a mimosa on Sunday morning. I like mimosa with like barely any orange juice yes. or just no orange juice. So champagne or bubbles. Um, I love a good rye whiskey with like one little ice cube. Um Love a good Manhattan mm-hmm. made with rye whiskey. Yeah. I've gotten really into, um, I like to make gin martinis. Oh, I still never really have gotten into gin. I'm wondering if I might like it now that I'm older and more mature. Um, I've, there's some gins that are a little too like a pine tree, like mm-hmm. too juniper-y, but I've gotten some that are a little bit more citrusy and they're really tasty. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I dabble. I dabble. I like to buy cool stuff in places I travel and bring it back with me. So yeah. when my bar cart, it's like when I have a drink from this one place, like, yeah, like, that's oh, neat. that's this was such a good day or that's a like nice that. thing to collect from travels is alcohol. I like sometimes to get a pound of coffee or art. Mm, yeah, I love the art thing. Kind of appreciate it later on. I've started doing that, too, because I, I feel like I can't. Well, Never mind. I mean, I do have too many hoodies. You do I have buy this, hoodies and water bottles. And I know. So I'm trying to start with art. Well, because I've learned, because <laughs> I used to travel a lot by myself. And um, I feel like one of the safest places, not safe, but like an easy place to go alone for dinner and drinks is a brewery. Yeah. Uh, it's easy pre-COVID community, to like, community poon, you know, like pony up to the bar and then you talk to people and then they tell you cool places to go from there. Well, I had a, uh, I guess a theme of getting drunk and then buying swag from said breweries. 
And then I just kept buying sweatshirts and I lived in Phoenix and I was like, I'm never getting to wear these. So, so you moved. So I moved to Montana. Now I get to wear my hoodies like every day. <laughs> it's, it's actually like a work like uniform, I think, for me. That's like uh, my email is SD Jeep Girl and I can only have Jeeps now. Yeah, you're um, stuck with it. Gosh, I should have named it something a little more ambitious like SD Mercedes. I was about to say, yeah, Land Rover. <laughs> <laughs> Jaguar. But so, yeah, that does bring us to your move. I mean, this was, this is a big move. And I think people, maybe not so much anymore, but like could be like surprising. Like everyone was like, you know, why'd you move there? Is there a guy? Who are you moving for? Mm-hmm. You know, so why did you move? Is there a guy? Wh- what are you moving there for? <laughs> uh, great question. Um, so I think over the last few years, because I was traveling quite a bit, um, I was feeling a little antsy of just felt like I wanted to move and relocate and find somewhere new. I'd been in Arizona like almost 18 years. Um, so every place I was going for work or on my own, I would say, could I live here? Uh, would I, would I like this? Yeah. How the people, the scene. And I had never been to Montana. I went up there for work and met some really cool people. And I was, it was there and it was the high was like negative three. It was crazy cold Ugh. and I still really liked it. And then I just, I think I also just never wanted to be that person that just says they want to do something and not do it. Mm. And so I think like this weird pride thing inside of me was like, well, you said you want to do it. So you now like can't do it. Like you have to do it now. Um, and yes, the biggest question was like, oh my God, is there a guy up there? Is there a guy up there? No. It's like, I moved for me. Are there any guys up there? Um, yeah, there are a lot of guys up there. Um, it's been really weird. I'm so glad I went up there. My, my friend Molly, amazing. She hosted me. She let me basically rent a room for her for a month over the like the holidays this past year. So I at least got to experience Bozeman pre-COVID, like going out to bars and really like feeling what it was like. Um, Because I moved there like two days after the shelter in place order went in. Oh, wow. So then my furniture didn't come for about a month. And (laughs) it was just it was it's been really hard trying to meet new people. Yeah. Um, Luckily, I have some friends there. Um, But yeah, there's a lot of really good looking guys. A lot of really cool people. Everyone is so nice. But are they like like MAGA hat wearing Trump supporters or I get the imagine it's like I get the picture like it's really white so I think Montana is very similar to Arizona in that there's a lot of blue cities and then the rest of the state is very red um, because the rest of the state is a lot of landowners cattle ranches like farming. that libertarian vibe like don't try to yeah like these are my guns uh, this is my tractor and <laughs> but like so I think they, I think there are definitely a lot of Trump supporters. I think not necessarily where I live. Right. It's more of a you know a college town, a little bit more progressive, cool. What's amazing the college restaurants. Uh, Montana State University. Oh, okay. So the Bobcats. Cool. Yeah. Um, and so then in like Missoula, it's University of Montana, and they're like the Grizzlies, I think. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I get it. Um, so I feel like it's a very similar to Flagstaff. Yeah. No, I think that's really cool. I'm just trying to paint a picture of like, you know, what it's like. Um, I mean, 
so some of the pictures I've seen, they're they're quite beautiful. So that was one thing where I was like, oh, I guess I can see, <laughs> you know, if you like that sort of thing. Yeah, I think what was interesting, and when I first left North Carolina, the goal was to move somewhere with colder weather, mountains, no humidity. And so we chose Flagstaff, and it was perfect. But I only lived there for two years. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of wanted to get back to that of I'm every time I'm in the mountains, like, I just feel different. It's just, it's the most amazing, beautiful feeling, driving, like there's mountains every which direction um, and then finding cool hikes and seeing the snow peaked caps and stuff. It's it's and then also before I came back down to Arizona for a few weeks, it was actual fall and like yeah. leaves changing and crisp air. And it was just it was cool having seasons again. Yeah. yeah. And it's also given you an opportunity to use your extensive um, collection of vests. Oh, my God, yes. Well, actually, I mean, I had to buy a few more. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, so it's given me an opportunity to wear all of my hoodies, uh, my chacos. With chacos. Um, my vests. And then then you just add them all together yeah, into when, one outfit, and it's like, boom. When does your Subaru Outback get in? Um, you know, any day now. I am so sorry. I I asked Jen. I was like, "Are you like, are you? At what point are you, you going to become a lesbian? Basically, are you still straight? It's up to you. We still love you. Um, <laughs> and I think also, I think before you left, I was like, "Are are you okay? Like, oh no, you did ask me that, and I because you loved got a it. tattoo. You like covered a tattoo, and you got a new tattoo, and a I was huge like, one too. I was like, wait a second, are you okay? Like, and I cut eight inches off my hair. Well, that happened. all the same. Well, the, all the same day. Yeah. Okay, let me ask you again. Are you okay, Jen? Is everything okay? Like, it's okay, you know. Like, um, it's funny. Back in February, I was okay. Now it's like hmm, we'll see. <laughs> Hanging on by a thread. Um, and I think everyone can appreciate this, but like, COVID times are weird. Um, being in a new place without all of the normalcies that I love and I'm used to being, you know, um, I'm just really thankful I have some, like a few really great friends there. Um, otherwise that could have been really, really challenging. Yeah. It's, it's hard for me to put my finger on it. I feel like it changes for me all the time, but I, I will, it'll be interesting to look back at this time and, and really pinpoint what it was you know, whatever it was, but mm -hmm. I feel like I've become an emotional roller coaster, a whiny brat. Um, but I'll probably look back and go, wow, you were really strong and you really got through that. But I feel like day to day, I'm like, like, I can't even, you yeah. know, I've got my upstairs neighbor walking too loud and I've got, um, you know, can't, can't get to people I need to talk to or get information. I need to do my job or, you know, like stuff like, like the smallest thing going wrong feels so big to me mm -hmm. and then I just have to self-soothe and tell myself it's fine it is really fine it'll be okay yeah I think I've had um I think that saying that is really on point I feel like there's certain things where it's like I'm really glad I live where I live now being in quarantine because in my other apartment in downtown Phoenix would have been really challenging yeah um I, I like having more space but it's weird like being kind of a hermit and 
but that's where I work and that's where I live. And yeah, you were going to be working from home anyway. Right. So that's the, I think one saving grace I had is that I actually went in, I made the decision to become home-based in January. I made, and I knew I was going to be moving just all the COVID stuff then like ramped up. And so at least I have, like I was already in that same mindset of like, I'm going to be remote. I'm going to have, I have a full office set up. So I have, I can close the door at the end of the day Mm -hmm. and leave work out of it, which is really nice. And I even, I mean, I even got a new job. I I got a promotion like during this time, which I think was really shocking for me. Yeah, no, congratulations. And I think that kind of reminds me like, we're okay and we're even doing well, you know, like. I don't know about well, but. Like you got a promotion. Professionally, maybe I'm okay, but like personally, it just like hanging on by a thread. No, I mean like we're doing well in the sense that we still have our jobs. Yes. We've thrived in them and we've, you know, you've got a promotion and we're still. So I'm grateful for for all of that stuff. Yes, because I think that there are so many people that on a day-to-day basis are struggling with um, either they haven't had any issues with their jobs, but their kids have been at home and they're trying to parent and be a good spouse and then teach and do all of this stuff and all that juggling. What a great time to not have kids. God, preach on. But then again. Um, but then other people that have like lost their jobs or been furloughed, like I feel really bad about all of that. Then, um, you know, yes, while I'm mentally hanging on by a thread, I feel like uh, it could be way worse and I'm forever grateful that we're in this position. So that's what that's what's driving me crazy is that like, there's some really good things, but then there's some really shitty things. And mm-hmm. I'm annoyed that I can't see my parents as much as I'd like to or when I want. Um, but I was strategic. Like, I I had shows last weekend, so I made sure I saw them at the beginning of the week. Mm-hmm. And then now I probably won't see them for a little while because I've been around people. But trying to be safe. And I was really happy to get some, some comedy work throughout this whole thing. But Heck, yeah. Yeah, my mom came out and visited me. Um, so that was nice first like seven days but I was worried because she's older and I was like gosh you know like flying and then it's not a direct flight and then just like that's a lot of exposure but you know the airlines are definitely cracking down on everything and we were safe about stuff but it still makes you worry yeah it's tricky yeah but otherwise Montana is a great place to be quarantined I'll say that much it's beautiful there's like hiking everywhere little paths everywhere i think fun mary needs to visit there yeah i think um you you know we can get all bundled up in cute scarves um it'll be i mean the last days of the 70s are it's already like in the 50s during the day now so oh yeah it might not be for a while sorry um (laughs) june is the best month yeah if you don't like the cold june is like green and lush and amazing (laughs) um have you had any good wings in uh bozeman um no i don't think that i've really ordered wings at like from anywhere that i can remember i feel like i'm out with a lot of new people yeah you can't Um, eat wings in front of people so then i'm like do are they ready to see this (laughs) am i ready to are they are they gonna want to hang out with me again (laughs) after this um (laughs) So that I think I kind of get worried about that. Um, what I will say is that up there, um, I mean, some amazing steaks, and it's interesting to get like um, bison and venison oh. and 
um, elk meat and stuff like that. So I don't eat, I feel like I, I mean, I eat chicken, but I felt like the first time I went to the grocery store, it was harder for me to find like ground turkey, (laughs) (laughs) but like I could find so many other types of red meat. Um, I finally, I feel like I figured out like my grocery store favorites and like where I go for what. And you said you're going to get a Costco membership finally. It's happening. <laughs> um, so it's actually already on my calendar as a reminder when I get back because I have to buy snow tires. Oh, yeah. And All apparently Costco is the place that sells like the BlizzTac or whatever type of snow tires um, that are like studded metal uh, for, you know, safe driving in the winter. Huh. Okay. So you're more into the services than the things that they offer. I just don't think I can get those anywhere else. And like, so then a byproduct of, of getting my a membership finally and not just like mooching off with my friends is like then I can finally go and get all the stuff that I've been wanting to get there. Like yeah. they also have this, I think, a really good like ergonomically nice snow shovel that I've had my eye on. <laughs> um, I can get up my zip fizz myself yeah. instead of being like, hey, Allison or Michelle, can you guys... Order me some zip fizz you know to my what? house in Montana. I was there with Don a couple weeks ago, and I was like, oh, Jen loves zip fizz. <laughs> Seriously, like, they should sponsor me. I talk <laughs> about it all the time. I drink it every day. Um, <laughs> the new pina colada flavor with a little bit of lime juice in it. Oh. <laughs> Italian air kiss. Mm. Chef's kiss. Yeah, chef's kiss. Mm. Um, I had a friend who was doing that, like, a long time ago, and I was like, bitch, you were ahead of the, the trend Doing what? The chef's kiss. Oh, I, I was like, who has been drinking Zip Fizz longer than me? No, no, nobody. <laughs> Just maybe Ryan Brown. The, the whole thing is Ryan Brown used to sell it in insurance, and he'd give you your first one free. And then because people, people would be tired at the middle of the day, yep. and then he'd be like, hey, you want a Zip Fizz? And they're like, yeah. Well, a financial advisor told me about it. He was one of my visiting vets, and he would always throw them out in class. <laughs> and then finally I was like, what is this magic? And then I was like, oh, <gasps> And then I found out all of the flavors and like the, the half marathon at the, the expo, they had a table so you could like make your own bag. And I was like, they have a Like tea. a powder? Well, they had all, but all the different flavors. So you could like mix and match all of the different flavors ah. you wanted that you can't just buy anywhere. And I was like, I mean, I could get this berry and citrus and the iced tea. <gasps> Game changer. Nice. Zip um, yeah, I've been, but the, the new pina colada. And the mango peach. Oh. But they also make really good mixers. <laughs> so then you can like dehydrate and hydrate at the same time by making it into a cocktail. She's got a, you are a very resourceful person. Like you are <laughs> like, hey, let's work smarter, not harder. Oh, and then yes. let's be lazy. I think is a very like gen kind of totally. way to be. Um, I like to find the very easy, efficient way to do something, which is really just the lazy way of doing something. I am the opposite. I'm going to work really hard and fuck it up and then do it again <laughs> and then ask somebody to calm me down and help me and then they just do it and then cry and then send a thank you card. Well, and then you're really good about that. <laughs> oh, you're thanks. Way to, way to, way to find the highlight there. Um, yeah, no, I've, I've been getting that a lot about like, I think for a long time of hacks, like I feel like people ask me about hacks about whether it's makeup or hair or yeah you are kind of good at a lot of things 
Yeah. Why? How'd you do that? You're a younger sister <laughs> like me. Like usually it's the older sister. You have, you're like a younger sister with a older sister kind of qualities. I had, um, I don't know when I was younger, I loved looking at magazines and I would watch how they did something and then I would play around with makeup. When I was 16, I did three different girls makeup for a prom. Did you go to prom? No. Aww. I just had, I did the hair like a makeup appointment. So when I was 16, like it's crazy. I had my little cover girl nice. makeup, you know, eyeshadow, but I just paired it super nice. And I knew how to do like the, the blending and all of that stuff. And yeah. I, I started doing like the waterline stuff like yeah. way back then. And like the hair plop, that's now really a big deal. I was doing that in like 1998. I wanted to do all that. I didn't have the supplies or the access to products and things, you know, because I don't know. We, I never went to stores or my mom didn't drive. So it was only like we went to a store once in a while or something. I don't know. Mine was access. like what I could get at, you know, the grocery store or something yeah. like that or Walmart. Um, but yeah, I always, I used to, I used to, yeah, draw a lot. I used to, um, I was also kind of a weird kid too. Like I was really excited about my microscope and wanted yeah, people so like, to come over and hang out and look at dead bugs under the microscope with me. So that's what I'm saying. It's like you're kind of a jack of all trades in a way. Girl Friday, yeah. A what? A Girl Friday. What's that? It's like the female version of a jack of all trades, I think. A Girl Friday? Girl Friday. I've never heard of that. Is that a thing? I mean, I'm going to double check. <laughs> I'm almost positive or that it's a reference for like a like a girl who does it all. Girl Friday meaning a female helper, essentially a junior office worker or personal assistant to a business executive. Hold on, let me see the let me see the term. Just Girl Friday. Yeah. I've never. I heard feel that. like I've heard it referenced as like a, a madman. You just no, I think. Um, you know I'm going to start calling myself that even though it's not true so a female okay Urban Dictionary I like this one better (laughs) not it's not dirty Uh, a female (laughs) yeah who wipes it on her face uh, (laughs) a go-to girl a female who will help you get things taken care of you can rely on when you're in need of extra assistance oh my gosh Um, a female who acts as a jack of all trades and is capable of doing almost anything. A girl you can count on when you're overwhelmed with your own chores and duties must be done. A girl who takes most of the legwork on a project but never takes or gets credit. <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm a wannabe. I'm the one who takes the credit but doesn't do anything. You are. That's you, Jen. You're a Girl Friday. Yeah. I love that term. I think it's an old school term. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think like I've I feel like I've heard my mom use it or something like that. Yeah, no, that is really good. But yeah, I love that t- term of like, um, Girl Friday. Yeah, like it's just, you can kind of jump in and help with whatever. And like, I, I noticed. I'm going to remake a bouquet or I'm going to. You've done that a couple times. Help with your, va- like your hair or. I've seen you many times at events do everybody else's hair. Oh, I'm sorry, do my hair and makeup before <laughs> your own. And I always thought that was so admirable because you like. You, you help me before you help yourself. And then sometimes you don't help yourself. And then it's like, oh, I'm so sorry. That's actually a huge metaphor for my life right now, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, you know. I think that's why I had, a, that's why I had to take a break from, um, like, leadership stuff at work. Mm-hmm. Because I realized, like, I, it's, I enjoy helping other people so much more than myself. 
And it just, it, it can be really taxing too. Um, Do you think your move to Montana was part of that in terms of like taking care of yourself and doing something for yourself? I think so. I really do think that it was like this kind of conscious move of like, not that anything was holding me back, but I think it was like to prove something to myself. And I think, um, and you don't have this issue because you have so many friends outside of work. I have, I have a few friends outside of work, but the majority of the people that I'm really close friends with, I knew through work yeah. and that was kind of my identity with that. And so it was almost a challenge of like, can I go somewhere completely new where I barely know anyone? And can I, can I be the same Jen? Can I be the same like authentic person that I like being here in like the safe comfort zone? Can I do that in a completely new arena without the comforts of work stuff and just being able to know people through this or that up until I started doing comedy five years ago I didn't know anybody in Arizona who didn't work with us yeah and now or maybe a couple years ago I realized how maybe not great that is of like your work and your personal and everything is tied up together and it's funny when I'd meet a new person at work and they were not all about wanting to you know, be our friend and stuff. I was so offended and I'm Mm -hmm. like, how dare you? I'm finally getting to that point where like, no, this is just my career or my job. I want to have boundaries. Um, Yeah. I'm I'm not good at having boundaries, but, um, I think it was like, I, yeah, I mean, that's why I used to do all of those different club things and was so involved in different things is like looking to find new friends that had, Similar interests. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Like my work friends are like the best of the best, but it's, it's nice to, and it's also, also at this time really challenging to try and find new friends. And like, if I want to hang out with people, it's up to me, you know, whereas I can be a really passive person here and just people invite me to do stuff there. I have to be a lot more intentional about like, if I want to go do something, um, I need to put myself out there. I feel like I've learned the hard way the times I've looked for friends. I've always found the biggest fucking weirdos. Uh, and I'm tell like, me more. No, I mean, I, just, just if somebody doesn't, well, this doesn't bode true for like you or I, but like if you do find another like single person who just is looking for friends, you kind of go, well, why don't you have any friends? What's wrong with you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and so... So I've kind of learned, like, don't try too hard of, like, oh, well, this person's single like me and, and we can go do things. And I don't know. I've just kind of learned. I think it's probably true for even boys, too. It's like, don't try too hard. Just people will come to you. I also have learned I really like being – I really have no problem being a third or fifth or whatever odd number wheel there is. Um, it's really comfortable for me. Like, like, what do you mean a third wheel? Like, I don't, I don't mind hanging out with couples and oh. being the third wheel. Uh, I feel like I was actually talking with some friends recently of like, uh, I feel like I want to start offering the service of traveling with my friends <laughs> that are couples because sometimes you just want a break and I like to do things on my own. 
So I could go, we could all go to Europe together. I can go do my own thing. But when we're together, I can guarantee you're going to have the best couple's pictures ever. So you have a personal oh, like photographer. Yeah. Then the three of us can go do things. Then sometimes we can break off, but I can go do my own thing. And then like it, you can split, like you're I not. I can help ease the tension sometimes if you guys have been together for so long and it's like stressful traveling. Like with hand jobs and stuff? No, I mean, not for them. Maybe not someone yeah. else, but like. It's easier to meet people too when you're in a group of three. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good point. And I was thinking about when I've gone on cruises with my platonic, even my platonic friend Matt, like we still need another person. Like it's hard when it's just him and I, cause it's like, cause then you look like a couple. Yeah. But we don't, but you're not a couple. Yeah. Terribly uncomfortable around each other. Yeah. It's nice being the third wheel with that because it's easy to break off and talk to other people. Yeah. And then there's no pressure of having to keep, like keep hanging out with them. Or somebody else can break off and go talk to other people or yep. somebody else. Yeah. Jen, you're on. See, so, the best. I, yes. <laughs> so that's, yeah. So, um, to all of my couple friends out there, um, take me on vacation with you. Yeah. Like, let me be your photographer. Let's make sure that, um, I also started, um, the very early stages of planning my first overseas, uh, international solo trip. That sounds amazing. I do want to go to Europe one day, but I I think, you know, maybe this reminds me of Montana. We're at this point where if there's something you want to do, just go do it. Right. You just got to do it. Well, and I think that that's, that's it, is that if there's always going to be something, poor timing, there's always going to be something that gets Pandemic. in the way. And so I, that's why I'm not doing anything this year, but I'm looking at, I, my goal is to maybe do it within my 40th year. So before mm-hmm. I turn 41, so maybe next fall, so maybe like a year from now, I'll be in Scotland or whatever and doing my, just cruising around. Drinking. <laughs> Yeah, drinking, Making out hiking, hot gingers. Yeah, drinking, hiking, um, talking to random people, not getting murdered. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> but you know. So, you know, there's. I don't know how to. Put, I don't know if this is a question or a statement, but like, I was gonna ask you. You know, do you think every 39, 40 year old girl who doesn't have kids or a husband or a partner, you know, like, I feel like you need to do that something for yourself. Cause if you're waiting for something, it's kind of like it, you get to 40 and you're like, it's not happening mm-hmm. or at least what I'm doing now isn't working. So I need to start taking care of my, what I want. I think that it's to me, it's been a really good exercise of just the reality of if I want to do something, it's some, you know, otherwise I'm always waiting for someone else mm-hmm. and it's waiting for them to, have the motivation to make that decision um, or they get caught up in their own lives with kids and spouses and things, which is completely normal. Right. So, you know, this like selfish version of me is like, well, I want to do it. And I actually, I really like traveling alone. (laughs) Like it's so freeing. It's the most exciting and easy thing because it's like, especially on a road trip or things like that, it's like, I stop when I want to stop. I'm not on anyone else's schedule. I can make the day as long or as short as I want. There's like, there's no guilt trip. I fit in anything I want to fit in. And if I don't, then I don't. And then you're forced to, like, I can sit and not talk to anyone or I can, you know, 
make myself look less bitchy and have the best conversations ever. (laughs) And I've met so many people out and about that I'm still like in touch with on social media and stuff that I've met. Those are my favorite people. Yeah. That I've just met, um, doing like when I was my first solo trip ever was when I was in Oregon and I was like, I want to go to Crater Lake and I want to go snowshoe. Right. And that night, like I met this couple, they ended up taking me to like all these cool bars and then they invited me to this like private kind of cool party at the VFW like the next night. It was an 80s party. Oh, I thought it was like a big orgy. No, I was a little worried at first, but it was, yeah, but it was just like, I got to do cool things just because I had yes. fun conversation. Yeah, yeah, I had, I said yes. And I was just open to it. I also, you know, you have to blend in the, um, the right amount of safety stuff too. See, that's what scares me a lot is like, is, is being on my own. But, um, I like to travel just like a good friend, one person usually, or I do think like if I had like a partner, that would be ideal. Cause then you can cuddle with somebody. Um, but, uh, but no, I, you know, we've that. had really good cuddles. Actually, so. <laughs> no, um, for me, I think comedy was that a few years ago mm-hmm. of going, Hey, well, nothing else is happening. I've always wanted to do this. Let me give it a shot. Heck yeah. Um, I think now it doesn't seem like a big deal, but selling my house and just moving and, I think that's another one where people are like, why are you, oh, are you buying a place downtown? You're like, no, I'm just, I'm renting. And it's like, I'm okay with that. And I had plans for that money and I did what I wanted to do with it. And it's my business and I'm not right. Re- this whole thing. You set yourself thing, up for something awesome. Yeah. I, and I struggle with it a little bit because people expect you to like have a house at this point. But I'm like, I don't want that responsibility. Just. God, you know how much I spent on flooring, on pest control. New AC. The new $8,000, you know, like, and, but, and all I wanted to do was travel. And it was like, you can't do both. Not yeah. really. So, so you, it's like, just do what you want to do. And that's the thing is that we have the rest of our lives to be grown up. Or maybe we don't. Or maybe don't. And then, but <laughs> that's it. the thing is like. If I, I just had to realize that I have to live my life and it, and it has to be on my terms and that I want people to be along for the ride, but they, that's not a requirement. Yeah. Oh, Jen. I think this will be, <laughs> hopefully, you know, if the right people listen to this, I think it'll be really helpful and in inspiring people to, to just follow their dreams or just do that thing. Even if it's like, I want to go take an art class or, you know, I want to... I signed up for Babbel, and I still haven't taken a lesson, but I paid for it. Stupid Mary. I was um, I was doing a Duolingo or something, doing Spanish. Yeah, I need to actually start it, but I don't have... The, so I'm kind of changing subjects a little bit, but I also am tired of talking about this particular thing that I'm about to talk about is... Because I've talked about it before. Early pandemic, everybody was doing all this stuff, making bread, doing yoga, mm-hmm. fitness journeys... And and watching Netflix. And I was like kind of trying to do all that. But then I also had to work eight, nine, ten hours a day. So I really didn't have the time that other people had because they were furloughed on things. So maybe a couple months ago I started going, okay, well, what do you want to do? Where do you want to be? You know? And so I got, sometimes I get hot on the self-improvement and then I stop. I have no idea what you're talking about, Mary. As I'm looking at a 
$90 yoga mat. It's beautiful, but though. But it's so pretty. It's so cute. So cute. And I'm kind of nervous that I want to move again now. Like, I want to, you know, I don't know. I think um, the other thing that I'm trying to add into my lifestyle is not to get on my case about stuff. Yeah. And, like, no guilt is, like, could I have come out of quarantine looking like a better person? Yes. Did that happen? No. Right. Have I just worn the same sweatpants most every day? Yes. <laughs> Did I buy a new pair of sweatpants? No. Still wearing <laughs> the old ones. You know, so I, I think that she's got it. It's cool. Yeah. I'm buying a lot of clothes. I don't. They're really cute clothes, though. I don't know why. I I think it's just... I've always enjoyed clothes and shopping, and so it's keeping me going. But, you know, if I had saved, I might have a lot more. Yeah, if I didn't do, like, DoorDash as much, that'd be amazing. I've had enough with Uber Eats and their charges. Like... (laughs) I know, but I still do it. Did you see But I still just bitch about it, though. Did you see the meme that's like, why spend $15 (laughs) and go pick it up? When you can spend 35 and, or something like that. Yeah, it was like, I think there was one that was about like uh, five guys one. And I think I sent it to you because I was like, ooh, that's too soon. But I got a five guys delivery. It was so bad. I was like, um, hello? Yeah. I, um, I was, I was cooking a lot more though yeah. over the quarantine. Um, but yeah, I didn't use my time well necessarily but i have to tell myself i was working yeah the only difference is i was sitting down working from here mm-hmm. instead of the, oh, man i'm never happy but i'll tell you i used to run around that building and i would train classes and i i never sat down when i trained that's just i don't do that but i was getting a lot of steps and now i'm not yeah i am i'm I get steps in just because I get to walk my dog. Yeah. And so it's like forced. Otherwise, I would just lay there and um, nap and watch That's, shows. Yeah. Um, and now that it's getting cold, it's going to be like so nice under lots of blankets. Oh, no. We have to buy some space heaters. Jen, if you could build a wing night, what would be your wing night? And the sky's the limit. What would be the venue? Would there be entertainment? What kind of wings would be on special? What would that special be? Who's your ideal audience? Build your wing night. I think this is one of the most challengingly awesome questions ever. Um, I think it would be a cute little uh, bar up in the mountains uh, with outdoor seating, an outdoor stage, but those big... Uh, big lights out everywhere. Big lights out everywhere. Yeah, like the string lights. Yep, the string lights. And um, so like some nice bluegrassy music playing. Uh, people, um, you know, this is not during COVID time. So like freely walking around, sitting at picnic tables, eating some honey hot flat wings, drinking a really good I was gonna say, tasty well, sour beer. Okay, I was going to say, what would the alcohol special be like? Um, honestly, when I was, we were up in, um, near Glacier 
and they had one of the spiked seltzers on on tap. Ooh. So it just looked like a big glass of water. My yeah. mom was like, what is that? I was like, it's vodka. Uh-huh. She got scared. Um, but and it was just like drinking like a seltzer, yeah. nice and refreshing with wings, all sticky, listening to music at like dusk. So there's still pink skies, perfect sunset, snow-capped mountains. Wearing, you know, a vest, obviously. How how much would your wings be, and like, what would the plate li- be like? What would they get? There'd be a, a good, nice, like, twelve wings, but like the big, beefy, juicy ones, all flats. Lots of good, like, homemade ranch. Homemade ranch. Um, and then yeah, just like with some good friends, good tunes, some you know, peanuts probably laying there. Dogs, eat yeah. Free. Dogs, um, they just provide cute water bowls. Yeah. Um, peanuts already. She doesn't eat people food, so yeah. she's just laying there, listening to the music. Kids coming over, petting her. No kids. Okay. Just yeah. Kidding. That well, sounds like a great night. And then yeah, but just like a nice. You're just wearing crisp a vest, evening, but not a full-on jacket. Yeah. Maybe? Like a yeah, like a little hoodie, maybe. Yeah. Light sweater. Um, like hot guys, like just looking at you. Yeah, just, just like covered <laughs> in wing sauce all over my face as the normal. And then like they've got like a beard full of wing sauce. I don't know. Yeah, and then like they're wearing like a matching vest. Um, it's like single- their dog is cute like my dog. Um, but I think something like super chill like that, live music, outdoors, eating wings. Lots of napkins. Because, yeah, the special would bring the boys to the yard, basically. Mm-hmm. And then I, the music would bring them to. And then... Um, maybe, like, now I'm amending your wing night. Maybe it'd be, like, bring a single friend. Like, couples have to bring, like, a single dude. You know, however they got there. I don't even care. I wonder if there could be a little name tense. You could just, like, write your wing constitution. So you go, oh, it could be, like, an icebreaker. And be like, like oh, you, you have like to drumming. sit at this table. Yeah. Just like with those personality tests of like that's the, what it is. Yeah, like the sixteen personalities or whatever. Jen, I love this. I'm picturing um speaking, you know, we were talking about Raleigh was last time we were on this. I did an open mic in Durham during that 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 weekend I was mm-hmm. there and I went to a little brewery that was like that where it was just not as beautiful as what you're describing and I'm picturing, but close in terms of the picnic tables and the vibe and um What yeah. was the brewery? Um Bull, bull, head, some bull, something brewery. Okay. I mean, I know it's like Durham Bulls probably, but like bull head or bull something brewery. Sweet. <laughs> You're all looking it up. Well, no, I'm curious. I grabbed a coaster for my dad because my dad's from Durham, so it was a it was kind of a treat or a little wink for me to be able to do comedy. Bull there. City Burger. No, but maybe Bull City Brewery or something like that. Okay. It had a ta- like a truck out with like Greek food or something in the truck, like a truck. Oh, uh, I think I know uh, what you're talking about. But and it it's, was a- it's cool down there now. Yeah. Like they've upped their game. Yeah. So, gosh, that sounds like a fun wing night. I'm sure I hope everybody really like pictured that and really liked it. I want to make that happen. Jen, what do you want in the next, I'm going to say one to two years? Um, I'm already contemplating a next move. Um, so I need to maybe figure that out. What? I know. 
Is it to well, Washington? Yeah. That's I could see that. Because that was all re- like that was kind of the original goal for the last few years has been Washington. I just didn't feel like I could go from where it's sunny every day to where it's not without like a little buffer of a move. And so I think getting through an entire winter in Montana, that'll be interesting to see how that really feels. It's not as cold in Washington. In, in some parts it is. I mean, oh. they, have a, they have a lot of snow. Oh, you're talking um, about the mountains. I'm thinking I love the idea of being close to the mountains, but also close to the ocean. Um, so I have, I don't know exactly where yet, but I have a lot of friends up there. My stepbrother lives up there. Who are all these people you know? I feel like you <laughs> forgot about us. Jesus, John. No, again, when you have to, when you, I went on 30 trips They're last year. They're not your real friends. Just kidding. I'm sorry. I'm undoing everything. I know. I do talk to them a lot. I talk to them so but I, I think that um, I could imagine maybe making that decision. Um, I really want to um, have some specific uh, like life challenges of maybe doing like a backpacking trip, maybe alone or something like that, or doing some more like work up towards a goal of doing like a really long, crazy hike. Like, or like in like that, that one Reese Witherspoon movie, something like that. Maybe what was it called the Cheryl Strayed? Wild, wild, yeah. Along the the piece the, the PCH. Um, yeah. No the <laughs> the PCT. Mine would be the PCH. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we just this go to car. the Pacific Crest Trail. I actually oh, okay. have a friend that I went to high school with and stuff, and he did the full from Mexico to Canada. Crazy. That's cool though. That is really cool. But I would love to do something more extreme like that and, and work up to that point where I can just go and scale a mountain and not feel like I'm going to be lightheaded and die. That's great. I think it's so good to put it out there and just tell somebody and put it on a podcast. Yeah. Cause like my pride gets in the way. So I like, shit, I'm gonna have to move to Washington just cause I said it once. That's how it happened with Montana. So, so you think in the next, two years you'll move again maybe i want to see what a full winter in montana feels like yeah. um and i'd love to see what what it's like and whatever the new normal is but maybe someday we get to stop wearing masks and stuff and go um, back to what it feels like as a side note like i feel that pressure of like oh i moved once i'm not allowed to move again and i'm like trying to tell myself this is why you moved so that you you know, when I had a house, it was like, oh, it's too expensive You're to remodel. There. I'm stuck there and I have to. No, you know what? If I want a new house, technically, you know, I can move and have a nice new place and I didn't have to remodel the kitchen or anything. Yeah. That's why I moved. Does it take time and effort and money? Sure. But like I can do that. Yeah. Or but, maybe I'll just move to a smaller town in Montana or something like that. But yeah. Sorry, I'm, I had to say that out loud because I was like, oh, should I move? No, I think that that's the best part of it is that. I mean, for me, I feel really fortunate that my work can move and go with me. So it's like, I feel like I'm doing my due diligence as someone who's not, you know, tied down with kids and stuff like that, that I'm going to go do my thing and figure yeah, it out. Like, if, it, if it doesn't work, then I move back. Yeah. Like I didn't, I'm not working from home just so I can sit inside all day. Like I'm trying to take advantage of that now too. Like, and I don't, I, I'm sorry. I was kind of wrapping up and now I'm like, Wait. But I, I'm like, go try to do comedy somewhere else or go, you know, go somewhere else if you can work from home and work it out. Yeah. 
So it's like what try to take an advantage advantage of this time, even though it's shitty. But yeah, well, there's a lot of other people that have chosen to move, or you know, because they're like, yeah, why not? I feel like everybody else has parents that have like these amazing big ass homes in the Midwest or a ranch or a, you know, like everybody we know who's like, oh, I'm going to go back to my family. It's like they just have this sprawling properties, other places. So it's like, yeah, they're in a Hallmark movie or something like, Mm -hmm. did you see that one TikTok where it's like, I'm in Maine and I have not run into a builder. (laughs) And somebody goes, have you tried carrying coffee around a corner? Like, what was it, like, running into, like, an executive? Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. A, a guy who's trying to buy the mom and pop shop, <laughs> build a franchise in our town. That's another place I need to go is Maine. Never been there. I've never really spent any time in the Northeast. It's Maine, Alaska, Hawaii, and Wisconsin are my four states left. Oh, wow. I know. Super. I mean, the three of them make sense. And then it's Wisconsin. You're like, what? I would want to go to Wisconsin. I've been there once, but I mean, I wouldn't. No, I've, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> I totally want to go. Like, I feel like it's super fun. I had so much fun with uh, a lot of ladies from work. And like, they all like their Bud Light and their cheese. And like, we had a great time. Oh, yeah. Um, Sounds awesome. Birds. Yeah. Um. I really want to go to Mount Rushmore. I don't want to go. You want to go to South Dakota? No, that's the problem. But I, I, it's like, I kind of want to go there for work and then take a side trip to Mount Rushmore kind of thing. I got to go to South Dakota and North Dakota two different times within the same year for work. uh You know. There was an episode of, remember Rachel Ray had that show $40 a day? That was no. like her. Okay. So that was the show that really got her popular before she had a cooking show. And I know a lot of people don't know that, but it's true. And, and she would travel and eat on $40 a day. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So she would, and she, she kind of was one of the first to tell you hacks, like order from the kids menu or a tasting menu or this or that. And it was a fun little show, $40 a day. And, um, that is genius. Isn't it? We should probably bring it back. Um, yeah. but she went to South Dakota. Is that where Mount Rushmore or is yes. it North? And I guess one of their national things or their things is honey and sunflowers, sunflower seeds. And like she went to the Mount Rushmore and then I guess there's an ice cream shop somewhere around there. And she got this ice cream that they make and it's got sunflower seeds and honey in it. It was like a vanilla sweet cream base. And I'm always like, I want to try that so bad. I could probably turn around in my kitchen and make it, but like. (laughs) <laughs> doesn't that sound good though because it's like a little salty maybe and then the sweet maybe i like chocolate ice cream so i'm i'm weird um my friends in montana though they have beehives mm-hmm. and so they actually just did all of the the honey so they have all this honey now <gasps> but now a bear cash keeps, crop well and all this the, now a bear keeps trying to get into the honey even though, they, the poo. I know, even though they've got like an electric fence up now around it wow. because one of the bears actually did get into it I know. It's so funny. It's like... Have you seen... Um, I've heard now two girls I know, they wash their face with honey. They use honey as a cleanser. I I think I saw something uh, like a video of that I before. Wanna, I'm curious about it, like raw honey or something. Because it has a lot of enzymes or mm-hmm. like natural shit. And I'm like, hmm, is that my next I thing? I think so does pineapple. It has a lot of weird enzymes in oh, it. Yeah. That's why sometimes if you eat a lot of pineapple, like your tongue feels funny. Because there's like enzymes in there. Your jizz tastes different. I don't know. I've never. I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> it goes both ways. I don't know. I try to stay away from that. Um, Pineapple? No. I know. I was. I wanted you to say it. <laughs> I'm like, ew, no. <laughs> I, I just don't see the point unless you're trying to have a child to like get anywhere near it. Sound like my sister. Really? Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> I won't. I won't say anything else just because she'll probably listen to this. All right, but. Jen. What's your favorite memory with me? Oh my gosh, there are so many. Um, I absolutely. Oh gosh, that's. I mean, I love the pool night. That was one of the best. I love when we used to watch Lost at your place on Elliot or on um, in Awatuki. And I had like the biggest TV of all of our friends. Yeah, you did. And I would make like those dark green couches. Yeah, I'd make chili. Yep. Um, I remember when you got your griddle. Yeah, and you were the same one. I know, and you would you uh, you put on. Now you like you make chili and stuff like that, but breakfast. Is- you your breakfast game is really strong. Um, I love at your house. We've had like brunch times before. The waffles. Yeah, waffles. Um, I mean, maybe there's a theme here of like being around food, food. but um, but yeah, just even just even our Facetimes of like giggling and laughing and giggling and being the most free and real of sharing stories and stuff like that I love now that okay yeah I I was a lot of the trips were coming to mind um well the time in St. Louis <laughs> when we had to share a room and I farted up and I came room. back in after going to the bar and I was like why does it smell like farts and you go oh sorry sprays in the bathroom no didn't I say like it's so sorry for farting <laughs> well I think you, you go sorry sprays in the bathroom it's probably because I was eating nothing but like emo's pizza and And white castle yeah like like italian from the hill we yeah we do eat well um (laughs) um i like and now i can't remember but like those times when you just laugh at something so hard (laughs) and then we start crying and then you're like it's so funny and it's such a rare it's like i'm trying to think of the last thing that made us laugh that hard but it's always like i think of like the girl who burns off her hair with the curling hair yeah. or like like people, funny videos that, that then remind we just, us of us yeah and then we we said it to each other and then but the, i think when the when you invented lgg uh-huh the low-grown giggle is <laughs> my favorite like expression did i invented or did you i mean i think you invented it because it was like <laughs> yes <laughs> LGD is the response. Is like low-grown giggle. That's a really specific way of responding to a funny text that made you. <laughs> yeah, like like such a deep, funny laugh. Yeah, yeah. And that invention has changed my response. Because we had to have now. something because we couldn't express the way we were laughing. Yes. I was like, I just gave you a low-grown giggle right now yeah. because we're like. <laughs> I think you came up with it and then I coined it like LGG. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, those are so the laughs. The laughs are yeah. the best part. The laughs, um, the, the farts, <laughs> <laughs> the laughs and farts. 
better go check your pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my dad's Yeah. Like, you better go check your pants on that seriously, one. Seriously, like, <laughs> like you summoned a demon with that one. Um, I think the, um, you know, dishing about boys and stuff, like, it's so much fun. Um, uh, oh. <laughs> um, you know what's funny? This is not the best now, time. Uh, now, also, really quick, yeah. you and I both have the same memory, I feel like, is the best brunch ever. <gasps> San Francisco. Yerba, Yerba something, Yerba Linda, no, yeah, I, Yerba um, Buena, something like that, but like, fucking, I have a review I wrote on, on Yelp about those, it. Those bacon-wrapped dates, dates with blue cheese with and balsamic glaze, mm. and then their process of getting people in and seated. Oh, so efficient. You can't sit down until you have your number, so that people... Yeah. yeah, it was just really efficient, well run. And you got a good seat. Legitly amazing food. The brunch you want. I had ex Benedict was good. The hash browns were crispy. Yeah, it was just supreme. That was like the best brunch ever. I was I'm just... looking it up right now to make sure I can remember the name. You know what? I miss, um, I was just thinking about when I first got Memphis. And I feel like we were doing a lot then and, and going places. And I'm now I'm picturing Memphis with you. And now he's such a turd. He never really liked me. He liked... He, he liked the Grove Yerba Buena. Yerba Buena, the Grove. Okay, yeah. That place was great. Mm. Oh, yeah, the Eggs Benedict. Mm. Oh, and avocado toast. That was good. Sorry, I'm looking at the picture and no, like my mouth is that watering. that was really good. So. Well, um... I, you know, I hope we get everything that we want and many more laughs and brunches and foods and fun times ahead. Yeah. And then we'll do it in Montana. <gasps> yeah. I think fun drunk Mary needs to go to Montana. Yeah. Um, she'll be welcomed. The altitude will get you too. Yeah. So you won't even have to drink that much. <laughs> well, Jen, thank you so much for coming on the show again. Thank you. I feel really honored. I feel like we're so mature now though. Like we're just it's like we're mature. You know, I think because we don't have any boys to gossip about right now, that's why it's not juicy, you know, like, oh, did you see? You know. Yeah. But maybe next time. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, thank you so much. Hey, give us a follow on Instagram. That would be cool for all that I do for you. It's the least you could do. Yeah. Just kidding, I blew up. I'm sorry. Um Wings with friends. Yay! Yeah, thanks a lot. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.